Hey, happy Friday. Welcome to the three things I learned, SaaS, sports, tech, and live events. Apologies, this is last week's. I didn't get around to recording it. There actually are people who listen to the podcast, so I figured I'd record this one so it's in there for later, especially for the loved ones that, that will be checking it out down the road. Uh, what I learned in business from playing sports in college. So I played volleyball at USC. Uh, not exactly the big time, but it was a fun time at the top of the mountain at the time for a small sport that was somewhat regional. Uh, what was it like? I graduated high school in June of 1997. I played in the junior nationals in early July, and then I moved on to play for the United States for about a month, month and a half in July and August of 97. During that time, I got a list of classes that were available for the upcoming semester. And as an athlete, I got to register first, which seems like a bonus. They sell it to you as a bonus. It's really not a bonus. Uh, they do it for a reason. They do it because practice is from two to six every day. And there was occasional weight training afterwards from six to seven. So we couldn't block we couldn't schedule any classes between 1.30 and 7.30. We had to be at practice at 1.45. So I had to cross off 60% of the classes available to me and take what was left over, which led to some earlier mornings than college kids like. My day as a freshman was very simple. and It was five days a week. Uh, I would have class from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That was a full load. In order to take a full load, I'd have to have classes that would give me enough time to eat get to the locker room, get dressed, get taped, and get to practice. From two to six, we had practice. You know, this wasn't a time to relax. You know, we're competing with the best in the country to try and get on the court, so we're exhausted. I mean, from two to six, and sometimes to seven, you're working as hard as you can. Let's say we weren't lifting that day, so it was six o'clock, we'd go back, we'd shower up, we'd change, we'd head to the cafeteria, and we'd eat dinner. Then we'd head over to mandatory study hours from seven to nine. Each athlete has to do 10 supervised hours each week. If we wanted free time on the weekends, we had to get it done during the week, especially if we were going to be gone for tournaments on the weekends. So this was pretty much an every night thing. So that leads us to about nine o'clock. So at nine o'clock, I would get back to my dorm and it would be the first time I was there since eight in the morning, if only to drop off a backpack if I was moving on to do something else. That's a 13 hour day. If we had any group projects with non-athletes, which was very normal, this was the only time we could meet. And they weren't really all that keen on it because that was party time for most people, especially later in the week. That was every single day. There are no days off and the football player's schedule was worse. I talk about this a lot when talking to other parents of kids who they want them to play in college about how much you need to love a sport because of how much of a job it is. There were 10 players in my freshman class that came into SC. It was a second ranked class in the country behind Long Beach State. Only one of us played all four years. It was not me. Four of us played for the United States, and one was an All-American, and he didn't finish. So we were not slackers, we were very good players. Here's what I learned from playing sports in college that applies to business. Number one, hire college athletes. Having the physical ability to play sports has nearly zero to do with succeeding in most workplaces. You know, getting buckets on the hardwood or running fast, it's not gonna help somebody sell more insurance or write better computer code. But the discipline to get good grades while playing a college sport is miles ahead of most. The same goes for those people who held down a job and got good marks in school as well. It is a full day and very reflective of what life is like after school. Number two, there's always someone trying to take my spot. The sooner we learn how to use the competition and fear, the better. I played a lot at USC. I even started a few matches as a freshman. The next year, the number one recruit at my position chose SC and then again the next. That's life. Look, college athletes know that better than most and it's very applicable to the working world. If you have success in anything, there's the innovators, the imitators, and the idiots. They all come flocking. It's certainly been the case here. 
Number three, you better love what you do. Uh, I only played for a couple of years at USC. When I got there, I loved volleyball. I played year round. I spent most of the summer after high school playing for Team USA. I played and played and played whenever I could. It was part of my identity. The following summer, I was burned out. And even though I got selected to the under 20 US national team, I declined to go to Guatemala and play with them. And I went home to Cupertino for the summer. One year later, I was done with the game. Even though I started 10 of the last 11 matches, and in that 11th match, I finished and played in overtime. My career path hasn't been much different. The more I've risen, the less balance there is. I learned early in playing college sports that I need to love what I do, and I'm so grateful that I do. Number four, shortcuts, they only hurt me, and they're always available. The cheating at USC was rampant. Thanks to friends on the football team, I'd get copies of tests in advance, I'd have tutors who tried to do my homework for me, and I even had my midterm essay swapped out with that of the starting running back. I played volleyball. I needed to get an education. I wasn't gonna get paid to play this game. There were so many chances for me to take shortcuts. I learned early not to. Number five, never underestimate what I'm capable of. Volleyball is a spring sport, so the first practices are in small groups in the fall. I was paired with a setter, Caleb, and a fifth year senior, Trent, who played my position. Trent absolutely humiliated me. It was as one-sided a beating as one could endure on a court. I called my dad after, I was near tears walking home from their early morning practice and I told him I can't do this. This is a different game. The game is so much faster, so much higher. He assured me that they wouldn't have brought me there if they didn't think I could do it. Stick with it, keep working. When we got to the first practice later that fall, I was seventh out of seven at my position on the depth chart for the first practice and I barely got a play. Only two players start in each position. I ended up starting my first match for USC four months later. That felt like it was going to be impossible after those first practices. Number six and a bonus one. Share this with other overeager youth sports parents. Too many push their kids towards this life without knowing what it really is. They see some of the glamour and glitz, but there is a lot of grit behind it. College sports, they're not for everyone. It turned out they weren't for me, and that's great. I had some great times, and I learned a lot of life lessons there. Hopefully, I can pass those lessons on to the next generation. Thanks for checking out the three things this week. We'll see everybody next week, and go Trojans.